0: welcome back you are now tuned in to the prayer is breathing podcast my name is latoya i want to thank you for listening and for subscribing Of course, join me on my YouTube channel at Latoya Jasmine, L A T O Y A J A S M I N. You can also find me on Facebook at Prayer is Breathing. I'll be teaching Bible study every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. I hope that you can join. So, today I want to talk to you about the vision of faith. I was honored and blessed to preach and minister the Word of God this Sunday, and I want you to listen to what the Lord spoke to my heart so that. It will bless you as you walk into this new season. So let's jump right into it. 13, the Lord said to Moses, send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites from each ancestral tribe, send one of its leaders. All right. So this was the commandment of the Lord. So we jump down to verse 26. I want you to read this on your own time. Numbers chapter 13 numbers chapter 14 maybe we'll dissect it on our bible study Tuesday night it says they came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran there they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land they gave Moses this account says we went into the land to which you sent us and it does flow with milk and honey Here is its fruit. Then verse 28 says, but the people who live there are powerful and the cities are fortified and very large. You know, sometimes you got to purposely not enlarge the enemy. When I came from that conversation with that girl that used to be a Satanist, I wouldn't glorify the things that she said that the devil would, you know, because God is greater and he's more powerful. And, he's, and the devil is defeated. And you, when you get to a place where you start glorifying the enemy and you start making your problems bigger than God, that's a dangerous place. So this is what they do. They say, but the people who live there are powerful and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there the Amalekites live in Najib the Hittites, the Jebusites the Amorites live in the hill of the country and the Canaanites live near the sea along the Jordan now I want you to focus on verse 30 Caleb said ah ah he just he just cut them off he said then Caleb silenced the people before Moses He shut them up. He silenced them. And I want to tell you, whoever you have to silence in this hour so that you're not consumed with a negative report, it's up to you to silence them. Whether that's the news, the media, your friends, whoever it may be, Caleb silenced the people before Moses. And you're going to see why in a little bit. And he said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. So in the middle of a negative report, he silences them and he decrees something else. So sometimes you got to stop the doctor and you got to open up your mouth and say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that report. And you have to reverse it and you have to open up your mouth and speak something different. And let me tell you why. Caleb saw everything that these other spies saw, all 12 of them. He wasn't having a supernatural encounter when he went into the land. Everything that he saw was natural. He saw the giants, you know, the people with Goliath. He saw them. They were like, oh, yeah, we saw the giants. It's like the Eminem's commercial. Like, they are real. Santa, he is real. So they come back and like, yeah, we saw all of them in the land. And they look like this. And they live over here. And they do this and they do that. And then Caleb said... We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. And sometimes when God will send you to a place, he doesn't always show you all the giants in the land. He doesn't always tell you all the answers because he knows you might back down. (laughs) I was talking to a young man yesterday. He just got saved in um, 2020. And he was talking about how he had to lose friends and all this stuff already. He was an atheist and God uh, saved him. And God doesn't tell you all that when you sign up, (laughs) God doesn't tell you, you're going to have to lose some friends and lose some people and let some things go, but it's worth it all. Amen. You don't lose nothing in the kingdom. I'm glad I'm grateful. So faith has to deal with what God said. So what God said is what Caleb stopped them. And Caleb said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. Confidence, seeing in the spirit. I don't care about these giants. David said, I don't care who this uncircumcised Philistine is by my God, by my God. And so faith has to deal with God. What God said, we are commanded to walk by faith and not by sight. And in order to walk by faith, I'm going to give you five points in order to walk by faith. Number one, you have to silence the voice of the enemy. Why? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So Caleb silenced the people the same way that Jesus silenced Peter. And Jesus said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. He silenced him in that moment because you have to silence everything that goes against the will of God. Well, you may say, well, Toya, these are all the children of Israel. They weren't his enemy. An enemy is anything that goes against the will of God for your life. I don't care who it is, auntie, cousin, brother, silence the people. So the enemy can show up in people closest to you. The enemy can show up even in your own flesh. So there's a time where Caleb silences the people, but there's also a time where God himself silenced Zacharias because Zacharias did not believe the word of the Lord. And so you have to silence whatever is opposing the word and the will of God. You also have to silence your own logic and your own reasoning that causes you to doubt the word of God. I think that they had valid reasons to come back and say, hey, y'all, I don't know if we bowed it like that. There really are some giants in the land. Um, You know, they look like this. I don't know if y'all can take them. And they just came back with the realest report. But Caleb had to stand on the word of God. And the Bible says Caleb had a different spirit. And if you want to break stuff and do things that you've never done before and you've never seen your family do before, you have to have a different spirit. Because old ways and old things, it's not going to get you to where you need to be. So he silenced them. He says what he says. Verse 31. But the men who had gone up with him said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. And we've been hearing stop the spread. You better stop the spread of fear. Because it it spread like a wildfire throughout all the children of Israel. That bad report spread everywhere. And you got to stop it. You have to cut it off. Stop the spread of it. And so here's what happens. And they said, the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size they could not get over what they saw they're like I'm seeing this thing in person and I'm telling y'all because they were giving a report to people that did not see it for themselves so they have to take your word for it and they're saying we cannot take this land and then verse uh, 33 says we saw the Nephilim there the descendants of Anak come from the Nephilim we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes and we look the same to them now how you know how you look to them so they said we 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 seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. You better know your God. You better know your God. You better know your God, because they're looking in the natural. You may look like a grasshopper, but in the spirit, you should see chariots of fire. In the spirit, doesn't matter what you look like in the natural. I believe David was very short, and y'all can correct me. Um, but it doesn't matter what you look like in size in the natural realm. So if you're taking points, the first one was silence the voice of the enemy. The second one was guard your heart against unbelief. And that's where you stop the spread. You have to guard your heart against unbelief, guard your heart against the bad report, shut it all out, turn it all off, seek God, see what God has to say. Number three, change your vision. Faith changes how you see things. Faith causes you to see from God's perspective that all things are possible to him who believes all things are possible. I don't know how God's going to do it. I don't know when God's going to do it. If the vision tarries, it's going to speak, but I'm going to wait on the Lord. Not only am I going to wait on the Lord, but I'm going to be of good courage. And when my heart feels faint, God himself will strengthen my heart, but I'm waiting on the Lord. Verse 14, that night, all the members of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron. Now, why are y'all coming at Moses and Aaron? Wouldn't you grumble against all the spies that said it? And the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt or in the wilderness, the audacity. The audacity after everything that God has brought you through and you want to talk about we should have died in if I was God, they wouldn't even finish the statement. I would just took them on out. Just, we should have, and they're all just done. Tired of y'all. So it says, if only we had died in Egypt or in this wilderness, that negative report got to them so bad. And people will say, Toya, well, don't you care about this? And don't you care about that? And I'm like, God healed me of asthma. I got to think about who God has been to me. I can't put all this stuff in other things because when I remember the Lord, when I remember what God has done, You have no choice but to think about God is able, he's a healer, he's a protector, he's a deliverer. I can't, uh, you know, I can't hold on to a negative report. What you have to do is change your perspective. And so if we get into... Um, what happens there, they're crying out to God. They lay on their faces. The Bible says that Caleb and Joshua, they tore their clothes, they laid on their faces, and tearing your clothes is a sign of repentance. But let's look in Numbers chapter 14, verse three. They said, why is the Lord bringing us to this land? Only to let us fall by the sword. Our wives and our children will be taken as plunder. Goodness gracious, when you start speaking all this stuff negatively, and then you wonder why it starts to happen, Life and death is still in the power of the tongue. You still get to choose. It's not like God cuts it off and say, okay, well, I know you are just playing. And God cuts it off and say, okay, well, I know you had a bad moment. Whatever you speak, you better pull that thing down in the heavens. You better say, I rebuke that in Jesus' name, even if it's your own words. So they say this, they said, wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to each other, we should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. First of all, ain't nobody dealing with y'all but Moses. So I don't know who y'all gonna choose. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down in the whole Israelite assembly gathered together there. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, were among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes, and said to the entire Israelite assembly, the land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good is exceedingly good in the midst of 2020 and in the midst of 2021 and whatever 22 may bring you still have to declare God is still good even in the midst of the giants in the land God is still good God is still faithful God is still awesome so number four uh we talked about changing your vision that was point number three number four open your mouth and speak a different report you may go into the promise or you may not the choice is yours The choice is yours and nobody can go in for you. You have to make that decision. Your pastor can't make that decision. The prophet, the people you follow on social media, they can't make that decision for you. You have to make a decision as to whether or not you're going to relieve the report of the Lord. Verse 8, they said, if the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey and will give it to us. Again, contending the negative report with the word of the Lord. Contending, I'm going to continue to speak life. I'm going to continue to cancel out death. I'm going to continue to speak life. I'm going to continue to cancel out death. I'm going to continue to speak life. I'm going to continue to cancel out death. When we're praying for loved ones, I'm speaking life until they go on, until they transition. And even then, I'm like, God, if you want to raise them. And sometimes they'd be like, no, I'm ready to go. Don't be raising me. But whatever. Your faith can say, God, I'm going to speak life. So verse 9, only do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land because we will devour them their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. It doesn't matter what they look like. God is not on their side. Some of the things that you put your sight in and you lift up as idols, they hold no weight to them. It doesn't matter how big they are. If God is not with them, do not be afraid. And we live in a society where we glorify things that aren't even real. We glorify things that look great and look powerful and they hold no weight to them. So he says their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. The Lord of hosts, the same Lord that brought you out of the land of Egypt, the same God that opened up the Red Sea and you walked through on dry land, the same God that kept you, the same God that will continue to keep you. Number five, you have to let go of fear. You have to wage war with fear because when you do all four of these steps, you silence the enemy, you guard your heart against unbelief, you change your vision, you open your mouth and speak a different uh, perspective, fear has to leave. I can promise you when you do all four of those steps, fear has to leave. You will feel that fear lift up. You will feel that fear leave as you stand on the word of God fear comes to cripple and paralyze the plan and promises of God for your life. Amen. I want to thank you so much for listening. And I just want to say a prayer. Father, I pray for each and every person listening to this podcast episode. Thank you that life and death is in the power of the tongue. I pray God that as we go forward throughout this week, that we will speak life and we will see your glory and your power in your presence. God, and I thank you that you are pushed back darkness so that we can walk in light and see your victory on every side. No matter how things look, God, you have called us to walk by faith. And so we put our hope and our faith and our trust in you. Thank you so much for listening. I plan on uploading the entire sermon on my YouTube channel. Be sure to check it out and join me Wednesday night at 9pm for Bible study. God bless.